This is our cough. 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 Hey, thanks for coming back. Have you ever wandered into an art gallery and wondered what would it be like to see your art on the walls? That was Haley's dream, and thanks to a City of Culture commission or two, it's a dream that came true twice. She's finally found a place where she feels accepted and understood, even though, in her words, she doesn't necessarily operate in the same way as the majority of people. Let's find out more. This is Haley's City of Culture story. Oh, Coventry. Coventry is the place I like to escape to. Because I live in Warwick and I've I've lived in this area for 18 years now, which I was just figuring out this morning. That's a long time. And I love the fact that it's just a real mixture of things, but not in a confused identity kind of a way, but just a this is who I am kind of real kind of way. It's always felt like a place that just is easy to be myself in. So we're sat directly outside the Herbert Gallery. It's kind of this spot which has got a glorious sort of modern wood panelled Herbert Gallery with its fabulous sloped ceilings and come here a lot with my kids and always have done. But it's next to the uni buildings which are modern and funky and a bit 60s kind of brutalist And then directly opposite is like one of the most iconic oldest bits of Cov, which is the old cathedral ruins, which is beautiful red brick um, cathedral. And then next to that, the new cathedral, which is different again. And they're all just gloriously different and in the same space. And so if you stand in the middle, just a little way away from, just a few steps from where we are now, you can kind of spin in a circle and see all of those different buildings. And I love it. Before City of Culture was here, the Herbert was a place that I came to to hang out, to um, explore, to see what other people were thinking about and doing creatively. Yeah, I just admire that from a distance, really. I didn't ever think of myself as an artist, and I've 
Um, spent most of my life working um, in theatre management, so front of house, facilitating the creativity rather than being the one who's, um, you know, having or pushing a creative vision. So when City of Culture came, that really sparked in me, uh, well, hang on a minute, why not me? You know, maybe I could, maybe there's a space for me to be creative. I think where it began for me was um, a meeting I had with one of the City of Culture producers, um, Hannah Graham, who has just been amazingly um, supportive and um, responsive really to where I've been at. And I actually came for a meeting with her to talk about sort of access more generally and um, having that conversation she sort of drew out of me some of the sort of more visual ideas I had around that and, and again through her encouragement enabled me to see that maybe I could I could dare to think about how I would like it to look and that that might be what it means to be creative and from that came a sort of micro commission to do a piece of work in praise of fidgeting um, which was um, I'd started to do doodle drawings on zoom calls at the start of lockdown as a way of kind of occupying my crazy ADHD brain and keeping it in line really enjoyed that process of you know without pressure just drawing people on screen and so that became my commission and it was just wonderful again to be able to um, be encouraged to do that and, I, and poor old Hannah, I kept going back to her and saying, is this, I, is this okay? I don't know what I'm allowed to do. And she's like, that's up to you. And I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to cope if it's not up to me. And I'm not used to, I'm not used to things being up to me. That feels a bit scary. So yeah, and, and then came the sort of larger commission with Unlimited, which I'm just pulling together the final pieces of now. So it's really felt like a huge growing in self-confidence and um, um, identity, yeah. It's just been, yeah, one of those kind of moments that feels like a a real sort of seismic shift. Yeah, real, like I feel like I'm moving forward. I think a lot of the time, you know, again, not understanding who I was and where I fitted in or where my, you know, my skills or however you might conceptualize, where they fitted. I'm like, yeah, I think I kind of understand that now. I think I know where I can belong. And it really has been, you know, the opportunities that came with City of Culture that have, like, developed that in me. Um, you know, and would that everybody should have that feeling, you know, as a child and through school, but, you know, for various reasons that doesn't happen, in particular for those of us who, you know, operate in a different way. These kind of opportunities are, you know, can be 
life-changing um, and that sort of unconditional positive regard which we all need um, but it's harder to come by in kind of traditional settings where things are done a certain way but nobody actually ever really explains to you what that way is you're like I understand it's it's just expansive possibilities Okay, so we've just um, gotten up from our quiet spot outside the Herbert and we're just walking into the glass doors to come inside the entrance which directly faces the old and the new cathedral. And the doors need a bit of WD-40 on them. Um, yeah, so we're just in this... Oh, listen to that noise. This is just the amazing acoustics in here. I feel like I want to sing just a lovely atrium of the Herbert which is kind of a curved ceiling with wooden cross beams and um, a fantastic geometric glass panels and you can see the clouds kind of scuttling across the sky so it's just an immediately inviting space and coming in now it still feels a bit strange to say but as somebody who, well, I guess I can call myself an artist because somebody's paid me. <laughs> so that kind of, that's kind of the qualifying thing, isn't it? It shouldn't be. That's really bad. Everybody's an artist. But there's something about the, legit the legitimacy of being given a commission and somebody saying, yeah, I'm going to put some money where my mouth is and sort of changes um, my relationship to this place in a, in a really lovely way. I feel even more... Um, as though I can relate to it, as though I belong here. I recognise myself to be well, one way of terming it is neurodivergent, by which I mean my understanding you know, I've geeked out on neuroscience and that's always been a lifelong thing for me is that we all have ways of relating to the world and of understanding and all the sensory input we get. And eight out of ten people sort of more broadly have a kind of even distribution of those kind of sensory inputs. And neurodivergence are characterised by the sort of one in five of people who have comparative strengths and challenges so for me for example numeracy definitely a challenge that one but things like um, literacy I think is a personal strength but there's a real um, big gap in between those two things and so every you know one neurodivergent person will be different from another because there's so many ways that can play out but this idea of uh, difference and how we each you know, process the input we get when we interact with the world is fascinating to me. And um, 
And this kind of relates to the current piece I'm doing actually for City of Culture, which is kind of a data visualisation. If we mapped what our brain might look like along all these different uh, dimensions, you know, what might it look like in colour and shape? And then if you put that next to another person, what you start to see is that glorious kind of jigsaw effect where my strengths um, complement somebody else's challenges and actually as a whole, as a group, as any kind of group of human beings, our collective ways of um, relating to the world, of understanding, you know, we're all different and that's a positive thing. We need specialist vehicles. We've, you know, all my analogies are about cars. If eight out of ten people are Ford Fiestas, that's a glorious thing. We need all-rounders. But we also need tractors and we also, you know, value race cars. And life would be duller and harder without all different kinds of human engines, if you like. And that's the model that I work with around neurodivergence. And in fact, you know, other differences too. So yeah, so that's the sort of foundational idea for all of my creative output. You know, we're all creative beings, but for some of us it can feel quite um, exposing to, um, to be that. And I'd just like to encourage everybody to um, rediscover that love of making for making, sa- for making sake, um, for recognising that creative potential within them and the joy that that can bring. If it can happen for me, it can certainly happen for other people. Yeah. I'm really just endlessly grateful for the opportunities that City of Culture has given to me personally and um, it set me on a course that I didn't dream possible actually and you know thinking about the specifics of what Coventry means to me it, it, it represents that real mixture of different kinds of people I think City of Culture has brought together just um, a, red, a more readily accessible resource of yeah who might know about that who can I ask about that you know how the heck can I find a space or know who knows about that stuff where can I find out it feels like it's not so difficult to put those pieces together or to find out it's, it's bringing together that resource right of people and knowledge and experience and inviting lots of different perspectives to into the mix that's what creativity is right it's bringing something new and new expression out of um, maybe things that have always been there but we've never thought to put them together so yeah